financial grown-up bonus episode, the deadline you better not miss if you want to be a financial grown-up. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. We got this. Hey, Financial Grown-Up friends. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Financial Grown-Up podcast. Many of us have a big deadline coming up, and if we miss it, we probably don't get another shot for a year. So we need to be paying attention and making deliberate and yes, very grown-up decisions. A lot of money at stake. If you are looking for what we now call our classic Financial Grown-Up episodes, which feature high achievers sharing money stories and everyday money tips, They now drop on Mondays and Thursdays. If you want a suggestion for an episode, you want to hear about a startup, or you want to hear an author episode, DM me on the socials at BobbyRebel1 on Instagram, at BobbyRebel on Twitter, and I'll be happy to make some recommendations. All right, let's talk about this deadline. Now, depending on the fiscal year that your company uses, most companies have something called open enrollment in November. Sometimes it's in the spring, usually May, but November is the big time, and that's why I want to talk about it now. Here's what we're not going to talk about in this episode, but I'm going to tell you where to go. For the ACA or the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare, check out healthcare.gov. Medicare enrollment also is happening around now. Not something we're going to talk about here because that's not generally where our audience is, but this is the important thing and why I'm mentioning it. If you suspect a parent, a grandparent, or an older friend may not be on top of things, make sure they're aware that this is the time they need to be enrolling in Medicare because there are a lot of decisions to be made there. So talk to them, make them aware, and make sure that they are making deliberate decisions. All right, let's talk about the deadline for these corporate open enrollment that so many of us are facing. We are going to walk through 10 things you need to be paying attention to during open enrollment, including some you may not be aware of. And the first thing you need to pay attention to is the company's deadline. My family just gets a little postcard in the mail. Make sure you are calling your company and finding out when that deadline is. It may be a window of only two weeks, but you can often prep ahead of time. Go to your company's HR department online or even just kind of pick up the phone if you need to. Walk into their office if you work in an office so you could just walk in, get the information however you can. Number two, choose a healthcare plan. Here are the things that you need to be considering. Number one, you need to consider the premiums. Tempting to pick the cheapest premium Just be sure you are aware of what's included and more importantly, what is not. And also pay attention to whether it is a PPO or an HMO. The first one, you can often choose your own doctor, even though it may cost you more to go out of network. HMO, you're usually locked in to that network only. And also be aware of how prescriptions are handled. Sometimes that is a carve-out plan. Make sure you opt in if that is something that you need to be doing. Deductibles. Generally, the cheaper the plan, the higher the deductible. That means you're going to pay more out of pocket before you start being reimbursed by the insurance company. Now, it sounds scary, but do the math on last year's payments for medical expenses because if your family is young and healthy and you don't expect anything big, and worst case, you can handle that high deductible should you have a lot of expenses, it may make the most sense even if it's psychologically difficult to do. And here's the thing, if you do choose a high deductible plan, you can cushion the blow of -of out-of-pocket expenses by signing up for something called an HSA, a healthcare savings account. 
you put money aside, you don't pay taxes on it, and then you can use it to pay for those out-of-pocket medical expenses that aren't covered by insurance, and the best part is that you keep it. It rolls over year after year. Finally, last healthcare thing to consider is your out-of-pocket maximum. I pay a lot of attention to this because I kind of consider it the worst-case scenario. It's the number that after you spend that much on healthcare per year, the plan will usually kick in 100%. So at least that makes you feel good that there is a limit to how much you could get hit with medical costs. All right, number three, your dental plan. They're often not that much money and can cover a lot of preventive care. So these are great. Where they get you is if you have real dental problems, very often the coverage is only 50%. But make sure that if dental is an opt-in that is separate from the health insurance and you want it, that you opt in. Same thing with number four, your eye plan. These vary a lot. Some just cover eyeglasses. They don't even cover the actual exams. But sometimes, and check into this, if the eye exam is not covered by the separate eye insurance, it may be covered under your regular medical insurance, your health insurance. So check that out if it's not in the eye plan, which is more often than not the case these days. Number five, FSAs or flexible spending accounts. Now this is a big one because if you don't sign up during this enrollment period, you do not get. On the flip side, it is use it or lose it. Healthcare, for 2019, for a family, you can set aside $2,700 that will get taken out of your paycheck each week not 2700 over the year, guys. Key thing, as I said, it's use it or lose it, so be confident that you're going to use it, but it can offset a ton of different expenses, and I will leave a link to the IRS website that walks you through all of those. There's also a dependent care FSA if you have kids under age 13. You can set aside up to $5,000 to be taken out of your paycheck before tax to be used for childcare expenses. Number six, life insurance. Now, this is another benefit you can get through work, and very often companies will even pay for some life insurance, and they will often offer you the option to buy spousal life insurance. Here's the pro tip, though. Be aware that this is often not portable if you lose your job. So you may want to consider private insurance in addition. And then sometimes private insurance can be a better value. You have to actually look at the numbers and all the different variables. Number seven, disability insurance. So this is really important because the odds of being disabled during your working years and using this are actually higher than passing away. I know that's kind of morbid. Here's the way it works. You often only get a percentage of your salary, let's say 60%, maybe 70%. But if you need it, you're going to be really happy to have it. So highly recommend disability insurance. Pro tip, this is getting a little bit in the weeds, but it's actually really important and can mean a big difference in what you get paid. If your employer pays for your disability insurance and you are disabled, that benefit money is going to be taxed. But here's the workaround may not be available to everyone. If your employer will include what it pays as part of your compensation, in other words, you're basically paying tax on it, then the benefits, if you use the disability insurance, are not going to be taxed. That is huge. So look into it. Number eight, long-term care insurance. Now, this can be controversial. It is expensive. The premiums can go up. But if you can afford it, And maybe you're in your 40s, maybe 50s, I don't know, maybe 20s and 30s is a little bit more discretionary. But long-term care insurance is something that you can consider. I have it. My husband has it. We're on the young side for it. But if you're on the fence and you can afford it, 
it's something to consider. You can also get different amounts of it. So we have some, but probably not as much as we need, but at least if we need it, it will cushion the blow a little bit. Number nine, a legal plan. This kind of works like insurance in that it is a network of providers, lawyers in this case, and you can use them for many of the most basic legal needs that you should really be doing as a financial grown-up. And it softens the blow because you don't have to pay big time legal fees, but yet you maybe don't want to just pay for a service where you do it yourself. So it's a kind of a happy medium. So something like a will is something that you could have a lawyer generally in a legal plan do for you. It's a nice benefit. Number 10, commuter and wellness benefits. Now these often can be done outside of the deadline, but this is a good time to visit them anyway. Many companies will allow you to pay for transportation, parking, and so on with pre-tax money. Many will reimburse you, at least partially, if you do things that make you healthy, like go to the gym. So those are wellness benefits. Be aware of what you're entitled to and the deadlines so you don't leave money on the table. And bonus tip for everyone, this is a great time to check on your retirement savings, which is usually in the form of a 401k. In a perfect world, you are maxing out. For 2018, it was 18,500. For 2019, it's going up to 19,000. Instead of thinking of percentages of your salary, if you can afford it, take that number, divide it by the number of paychecks you get, let's say twice a month, so you get 24 paychecks. So that works out to almost $800 per paycheck, which by the way, comes out before tax in a standard 401k. So it would feel like a lot less. I know it sounds like a really big number, but if you're over 50 and you're doing it, try to even add 6,000 to that as a catch-up contribution if you can. If you can't, do what you can, it's okay. By the way, my favorite website, if you have questions about any of these, besides your company's website, of course, is irs.gov. Lots of great tips there. All right, everyone, let me know how your open enrollment went and if you made any big changes. And thanks everyone for joining me, getting a little bit closer to being financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.